On today's show, we've got brand new details about the Acura NSX. The battle between Volkswagen's Ferdinand Pieck and Martin Wintercorn is far from over, and GM's financial earnings do not look good. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for April 23rd of 2015. Last week, Volkswagen's Board of Supervisors threw its support behind CEO Martin Winterkorn when company chairman Ferdinand Pieck said he had lost confidence in Winterkorn. Last Friday, we said this fight is far from over. Turns out we were right. Now reports in the German media say that Pieck is on the warpath and wants Winterkorn removed at the annual shareholder meeting on May 5th. Those reports say that either Matthias Mueller, the CEO of Porsche, or Winfried Valland, the head of Skoda, are probably Pieck's choice to be the next CEO of Volkswagen. Here's my Autoline insight. This is going to turn into a back alley knife fight, pitting members of the Pieck and Porsche families against each other. And pity the poor Volkswagen executives who are going to have to choose sides at some point which will either make or break their careers. I can only imagine that this fight is paralyzing the corporate staff, and the sooner this is resolved, no matter which way it goes, the better for Volkswagen. Renault was late to the party in China, but thanks to its partner Nissan, it has a playbook to follow on how to ramp up its operations there. That starts with the company building a new plant, which is going to start production by the end of the year. Carlos Ghosn, the CEO of Renault-Nissan, says China will become the main growth market for Renault from here on out. He says Renault will be successful because Nissan's been in China for 12 years and Renault is simply going to borrow its strategy for the Chinese market. And we'll be back with more news right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Last week, we told you that General Motors slipped to number four in the global sales rankings during the first two months of the year, but the company was able to bounce back in March. It sold 2.4 million vehicles in the first quarter, which puts it back in third place behind Toyota and Volkswagen. Toyota remains the top automaker in the world with 2.5 million vehicles in sales. Volkswagen, though, is right behind it at 2.49 million. When Acura set out to make the new NSX, it wanted to keep the spirit of the original car, but create something new and exciting. A hybrid powertrain consisting of three electric motors and a twin-turbo V6 is one of the obvious differences, but there are major changes under the skin as well. While the previous generation was all aluminum, the new NSX is Acura's first use of a multi-material frame design. Most of the structure is made from aluminum extrusions and ultra-high strength steel, but it also uses the world's first application of a process called ablation casting. Ablation casting is a sand casting, but the binding substance used to hold the sand cast together is water-soluble. So once the aluminum is poured into the cast, 
it immediately runs through a water shower that washes the binder away and rapidly cools the part. This process makes the cast very rigid while also giving it the ductility and energy absorption characteristics of an extruded part, which means they can be used in crush zones at major suspension and transaxle mounting points. Another benefit of using the ablation castings is that designers were able to shorten the overhangs at the front and rear of the car. And if the car does get into an accident, these castings can be removed and replaced as a whole unit, making repair easier and faster. While the NSX is the first to use this technology, you can bet ablation castings will find their ways into other Honda vehicles. Coming up next, we take a look at GM's first quarter financial earnings, and they do not look very good. General Motors announced its first quarter earnings this morning, and while the company posted some noticeable improvements in some areas, these numbers are not very good. GM sold almost 2.4 million vehicles worldwide in the last three months, but that was down compared to last year. It brought in $35.7 billion in cash, but that was down even more. It posted a 2,400% improvement in earnings before income taxes and a 343% improvement in net profit, but that's only because a year ago it was heavily impacted by recall costs. Those costs have not gone away, but they're nowhere near where they were a year ago. GM's cash and securities dropped by $4 billion, and it finished the quarter with $24 billion in cash and securities, and that is a lot of money. But now we're starting to see an erosion of the fortress-like balance sheet that management had sent out to build. Hey, before we go, don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours later today. Our guest is Sandy Monroe, whose recent teardown and cost analysis of the BMW i3 prompted BMW to worry that someone had leaked him internal information. Tune in to learn some of the secrets that Sandy and his team discovered as they chiseled this car apart. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Please join us again tomorrow. 